Hello there, welcome along to the podcast Sport and Life. Ed Draper here, sports broadcaster in the UK. How are you? Are you doing well? Uh, decent weather today. I had a couple of uh, outdoor adventurous days. Went on a tandem bike around the Forest of Dean, big forest in the west of England, quite near to me in Cheltenham, 40 minutes drive or so yesterday. My wife and I on a tandem because the rental place, the bike hire place, didn't have anything but a tandem. I was on front, she was on the back, and we we're trying to keep up with my little girl, who, despite being five years of age, managed to, to rattle off 10 miles around the family trail in the Forest of Dean. So that was impressive. And, and today went up to a place called Worcester Woods near Worcester and spent some time outdoors. So enjoying that, um, trying to kind of come up with day trips because we were supposed to be heading to France this weekend, but then the quarantine descended. So that's all changed. Uh, but hope you're well. Welcome along to the podcast. I'm technically on holiday at the moment, but I thought I'd put this up because I spoke this week to Ryan Bader, a mixed martial artist champion, light heavyweight and heavyweight in Bellator. The fight's live on Sky Sports. Interviewed him for Sky Sports. That's coming up in a moment. Thank you to the sponsors of the podcast, Bang Olison of Cheltenham and Serene AV who are specialists in some of the finest home entertainment brands, providing solutions based around high-quality customer service and installations. Bang and Olufsen of Cheltenham. Check out the website. Check out their social media, Instagram and Twitter. Jason Briggs heads up a fine team in Cheltenham in Montpellier and uh, can guide you through equipment, be it remotely or maybe in the store at the moment. I'm not sure quite what the protocol is around coronavirus. I'm sure you can pop by with a mask and you'll be okay. Uh, but contact Jason, they can come out to your home and, and do a kind of um, bespoke service for you. And through that sister company, Three Navy, can uh, service you with equipment other than Bang Olufsen. Although Bang Olufsen is fantastic. Love my T4 headphones from that shop uh, close by. And thank you to Cytoplan as well for their continued support of the podcast. If you're thinking about immunity, if it's on your mind at the moment, as we begin, continue as a species to come under siege a little bit worldwide in this pandemic from coronavirus. If immunity is on your mind, uh, a big supporter and, and sort of believer, I guess, ultimately, in supplements uh, from Cytoplan, C-Y-T-O-P-L-A-N, company based not far from here. My father, who has been a doctor for 40 odd years and a nutritionist for 25 years or so as well and run nutrition courses, firmly believes in their food-based supplements, has helped consult, in fact, and is on consulting on a kind of holistic one-stop multivitamin at the moment with them which i'll speak to him soon dr mark draper currently a gp general practitioner in the cotswolds not far from me he is uh, speaking to him about something you can take i think four tablets four pills per day which would be all inclusive of, of, of fish oil trace elements selenium zinc all the vitamins as well particularly vitamin d is pertinent at the moment isn't it do try and get outside where the weather's nice yeah, wherever you are in the world and, and get that vitamin d in your system because that seems to be significant in the fight against coronavirus but the idea being with the cytoplan supplements and again this is uh, me regurgitating this from the experts not me as a, a, sport, a sports journalist with a sports science background and a little bit of nutrition uh, background uh, but the more you do with nutrition the realize the more you don't know don't you because it's, it's such an expansive and contentious subject actually when you when you did literature i did a course recently but he's a, a bona fide professional my father and the the theory being that um soil sort of over rotation crop rotation and industrial farming has depleted the soil of trace elements in particular things like selenium and zinc and perhaps the food we're getting even if we think it's good food even if it's organic etc may not possess what we think it is and also even though we're generally overweight in the west 
um, as a species, as human beings, we aren't taking as many calories in as we would have done previously. So the argument maybe that we've got a nutritional gap from when we were hunter-gatherers or agrarians would be having to consume thousands of calories potentially to, to get by, whereas now if you have a sedentary lifestyle, you don't take in many calories. So anyway, cytoplan.co.uk, if you head there, you get a 10% discount with the code DRAPER10, D-R-A-P-E-R-10. Uh, so here's Ryan Bader coming up, light heavyweight champion in Bellator, and the heavyweight champion. We've got a light heavyweight fight against a Russian guy called Vadim Nemkov, who is the protege of uh, a UFC mixed martial arts legend, Fedor Emelianenko. And uh, it's interesting because Ryan has fought Fedor before, beat him, albeit Fedor at the veteran stage of his career. So interesting to speak to Ryan Bader this week. He's in Connecticut, Mohegan Sun Resort. Goes out the fight live on Sky Sports in the UK, 3 a.m. in... Um, our time on Sky Sports Action and Sky Sports Mix, I believe. I'll go through it here. But I thought you might be interested in this. If you let me know if you do. Ed Draper 81 on Instagram. Ed underscore Draper 81 on Instagram. Sorry, Ed Draper 81 on Twitter. Let me know if you like these mixed martial arts conversations I've been having for Sky Sports during lockdown. Um, not going into the studio quite as much as usual. So hoping to contribute from afar with these. Let me know what you think. Ryan, interesting character. Just a couple of days before his fight against Nemkov. Getting an insight into quarantine and the fact that he isn't trusting room service, which some of the boxers have had mixed reports about staying in hotels in recent months and as, as sports have opened up. And he's trying to make weight, so he has to be big on his nutrition too. So here he is, uh, Ryan Bader, light heavyweight champion and uh, Bellator heavyweight champion too. Hello there, welcome along to another Mixed Martial Arts Conversation for Sky Sports, head of live MMA this Saturday, coming to you from Connecticut, 3 a.m. in the UK on Sky Sports Action and Sky Sports Mix. It's Ryan Bader defending his light heavyweight title against Vadim Nemkov. I'm very pleased to say uh, that Ryan joins us now from isolation from the bubble ahead of the bout at the Mohegan Sun Resort. Ryan how are you? Great to speak to you. I'm doing well. Just here in the uh, hotel and getting everything situated and feeling good. Yeah, we were having a fascinating conversation before we started recording. So I mentioned the complexity some have found of, of room service, but you've come prepared with the, uh, the 205 weight limit in, in mind as well. Yeah, you know, I'm going, cutting down to 205 for the first time. I don't like to depend on other people and have variables in the mix. And so, you know, I brought a big cooler. Um, brought a bunch of food out with me and I have a meal service, um, you know, delivery service, bringing out a box. And so, you know, I'm set. If I don't want to eat in the restaurant, I don't have to. I have everything, what I need right here in my room. Great stuff. And how, how does it feel in terms of the psychology of it compared to a regular event? How have you found this process so far? Yeah, I'm kind of enjoying it. You know, it's, it's low key. Um, I've fought in arenas with no fans before on the ultimate fighter uh, television show. Um, I'm, mm. you know, I wrestled in front of, you know, arenas that had like 200 fans in it, you know, um, because wrestling is not a huge fan favorite, you know, so I've been there, done that. And uh, it, it's, it's a kind of relaxing a little bit. Yeah. Good, good, good to have a fight coming up. So close, right. After these months of uncertainty, I suppose. Yeah, that's the only thing we wanted. You know, we didn't know what, if we were fighting heavyweight or light heavyweight until, you know, four weeks ago, you know. And so we we're like, okay, is it going to be Congo again? You know, can Nemkov get into the country? You know, all these different variables. And then, you know, we were told, all right, you know, you're going to go down to a five. We think, we think <laughs> Nemkov can get in. You know, he's here. He's here. So we're good. Finally, we have a fight. We had one canceled in May, obviously, with the COVID deal. 
I'm just happy to have one right around the corner in a couple of days. Yeah, how's that, how's that weight process been? Because I looked at the, the Fedor fight, you were what, around 227, something like that. So you're cutting 20, 22 pounds or so from, from that fight weight. Yeah, how's yeah, the process you know, been? So I, I'm in between, you know, so I, I'm a perfect, I'm usually like 235 in the off season. I'll get down to like 232, kind of where I was in training. And then, you know, from there, that's why I would needed to know if I was going heavyweight or light heavyweight, because, you know, I can keep that and kind of build on that or I need to get down. So right now, this morning, I weighed in at 218. So it's perfect, you know, and that's just food. And, and uh, my body's just, it likes to be here. It likes to be fast, primed at 205. So I'm, I'm excited to get back down. Yeah, how excited are you by the challenge of, of Vadim Nemkov as well? How impressed have you been with, with his rise? Yeah, I've been watching him for a while. You know, he's one of those guys that, you know, I kind of saw coming up when he started beating those bigger names, you know, McGeary, then, you know, the one, the one fight that really stuck in my mind, like, okay, I'm going to fight this guy pretty soon was the Phil Davis fight, you know, cause I, that's what I know. That's my marker because I have fought Phil Davis. I know how strong he is. I know how good he is. Um, you know, and so it's one of those fights where he's, he's young, he's in his prime, you know, and he, he's one of the better, you know, tool fibers out there. So I'm excited about this fight. Um, you know, it's a great matchup. He brings it every time. And, uh, you know, it, it couldn't be a better fight to come down to 205 for. Yeah, it's quite a run, isn't it? Phil Davis, Rafael Cavallero, and, and Liam McGeary as well. Is, do you feel that he's a, a fighter who's proven that he can perhaps learn and adjust and, and develop? Yeah, you know, and like I said, he's, he's uh, I think he has like 13 fights or whatnot, you know, so he's somewhat young in the sport. You know, I have over 33, 34 fights, you know, and like I said, he's one of those guys I've been watching knowing that I was going to fight, you know, and he will be a champion someday just not mm. this week. <laughs> where, where do you feel, you, you mentioned the experience, where do you feel your advantages lie in the contest? Is it, is it with that, that time in the, in, in the arena or is it more with the, the, the weight as well? You'd probably be a bigger man, I guess, getting in there. Yeah, I don't think the weight really matters much. Um, I do think if you look at his record, look at his fights, you know, um, he comes out very fast. He comes out hard and he's, and he's throwing everything into everything. Um, one thing, if you if you look at him and say, hey, you know, he needs to work on this is his cardio. You know, he's he's definitely tired after every round. He's you know, he sits there. He before he gets back to his corner, he's breathing deep. Um, he's had a fight where he's quit, you know, in the corner because he couldn't get up, you know, in Japan. Mm. Um, he hasn't gone five rounds ever in his life. And when he goes to the three rounds, you know, look at the Phil Davis fight. You know, that, that third round, um, Phil was dominating, you know. So that's one thing to look at. You know, he's coming in here. Um, we all had to deal with the COVID process, you know, gyms kind of shut down, limited training partners, you know, and then, um, throw a five round fight on top of that. You know, I've been there, I've been proven in three, five round fights. So I believe that's a, a, a huge advantage for me. Yeah. What is the key to the, the five round format? You mentioned cardio, is it that, but also the, the mentality, the, the know-how of, of pacing yourself through that, through that term? Yeah. But sometimes there's, I mean, there's no pacing too, you know, there's, uh, <laughs> Sometimes you just get in firefights right off the bat, you know. So it's definitely cardio. It's being there, knowing how your body reacts, knowing like, okay, you know, my, I'm actually going to feel better in the third round than I'm going to feel in the, the first or second, you know, when my body gets primed up and ready to go and, and just hmm. have been, been in those fights. You know, if you never been in a fight and it's a second round and you're exhausted, you're like, how am I going to finish this fight? You know, and if you've done it before, you know, you can get it done. Looking forward, I don't know if you want to look forward past Nemkov or not, but I know that MMA fans, Bellator fans, are excited about the prospect of Corey Anderson at light heavy or 
unfinished business with Czech Congo, maybe. What's your take on, on where the future lies? Can you stay at light heavy indefinitely, do you feel, dropping it down between the weights? Yeah, you know, for me, uh, perfect world, I go out there beating MCOF. Um, I would like to stay at light heavyweight again. You know, while my mm. body is, is primed and down, made that 205 weight, you know, I, I would like to um, turn around and get another light heavyweight fight for sure. A um, couple of fighters out there, you know, looking at immediately Corey Anderson. You know, I know mm. Corey. I've trained with Corey before. I brought him out actually to uh, help me with the Phil Davis fights, um, you know, and, and good guy. And he's one guy that could jump right into title contention. Um, another guy, you know, I would like to fight just you know, personally um, is Machida if he comes up to 205. Hmm. You know, I think he has a fight coming up here at 205. And so if he gets a win, you know, there's another name that I would love, you know, get some revenge on. So uh, <laughs> two, two names that stick out. And if I go up to heavyweight, definitely Congo. What would Machita fight? What, what do you see going differently this time? What the revenge, revenge you, meant, you mentioned there? Is it the oh, I mean, I'm just a totally different fighter. I didn't know what I was doing at all back then you know i knew how to wrestle and that was it you know yeah. and then uh, through the years i developed everything else but um i think that fight just goes a totally different way i'm a different fighter for sure and i would love to you know a lot of respect for that guy um but i would love to run that back you mentioned Corey anderson there. there's been some big names coming to bellator isn't there chris cyborg phil davis you, you talked about as well king mo what does Corey anderson's signature sort of say about bellator you know that uh it's it's big sign signing you know he's coming over as a top four guy in the world you know and um and it just says that he's going to be happy you know he made he bet on himself made the right choice uh, for himself you know um you know so kind of like what i did uh, when i came over it was you know it was one of those things where we made a leap but we're like all right let's bet on ourselves let's do cool things like the like the heavyweight Grand Prix and all that kind of stuff. And it, and it definitely worked out, you know, so I hope the best for, for Corey as a big signing. It brings some definitely needed depth to 205 in Bellator. And I think that's just going to keep on, you know, compounding, snowballing mm. you know, as the years go by. A lot of people are going to um, look at different options. Yeah, a guy in his prime and a guy that almost transcends the sport in terms of notoriety to, for general sports fans is the perception of Bellator shifting, do you feel, that people are beginning to take it more seriously, that the guys are in their prime when they're coming over rather than perhaps towards the, the tail end of their career? Yeah, you know, Bellator does do fun fights, you know, like the old school guys and all that. And, uh, you know, with this heavyweight Grand Prix, you know, um, just so happened that, you know, Fedor and everything made it to the finals and mm. I got to fight him. You know, it's one of those things I, I really, really hoped he would. Um, but, yeah, having these guys like Corey Anderson – you know, having these guys like Nemkov, you know, fighting for the title, you know, these are legit, legit guys in their prime, you know, yeah. and like I was saying, you know, they want to better themselves, come over, make more money, you know, have have uh, opportunities basically for fighting for the title and this and that. Um, one thing I, I love coming over was uh, the openness and, and the ability to do different things, you know, um, fight in Japan, do the heavyweight Grand Prix, you mm. know, um, you know, I, I was supposed to fight King Mo first fight. He got hurt, so I got to jump into a title shot first fight. So that was that was amazing too. And in, uh, in New York, you know, Madison Square Garden. So, you know, for me, that's huge. Yeah, well, it's been, it's been an amazing career to date. You've obviously got this duality of the light heavy and the heavyweight scene on the heavyweight front. You say you're focused on staying at 205, but are you looking at the heavyweight pitcher who who's interesting you there? Tim Johnson's making a move. Matt Mitrione, of course, a big name still in the still in the sport. Yeah, you know. Um, 
heavyweight wise, and it doesn't matter to me, you know, after this fight, I could do both. Um, I would like to fight at light heavyweight again, just because I, you know, I haven't fought there for a while. You know, Bellator wanted me to see a heavyweight and defend a heavyweight belt. So it would be nice to, um, to fight a couple of times in that division, you know, to, um, um, definitely get that division moving. Um, but <laughs> I, I do think there's unfinished business, you know, with, uh, Congo still. And, uh, you know, I really, I really do want that fight, you know, um, I was beating him up, poked him in the nose, and you know he went for his eye. So, you know, for me, that's that's definitely one fight I want. Yeah, and Tim Johnson's been looking good too. You know, yeah. so um, there's definitely guys in the in the wings, and so it's one of those things that we're, we'll reevaluate after this uh, Nemkov fight. We kind of go from there. Yeah, lots of options. You're absolutely flying. It's interesting. We spoke to John McCarthy. He's been doing some work for us at Sky Sports. Obviously, he's a big part of the the Bellator productions in the states. But he feels you don't get the credit you deserve as a a two-weight champion. Do you feel that's fair? I mean, is it, is it sometimes in, in combat sports, sometimes it's about too much about profile, not about what's on the people's records? No, I mean, you just hear stuff sometimes about like, oh, Bell, he's in Bellator though, blah, blah, blah. You know, people forget to realize, you know, I was a top four guy coming from UFC off wins, you know. Um, yeah. You know, my losses were to champions, former champions. I've grown so much since then, you know. Um, you know, so I just wanted opportunities, you know, and I got those opportunities in Bellator, um, mm-hmm. you know, and so I think the more guys like Corey Anderson come over and, and all that kind of stuff, um, it's not just the UFC anymore, you know, and there, there's, there's studs over here, you know, look at, you know, Lima is one, probably one of the best in the world in his weight class, you know, and you have uh, Michael Chandler who's in free agency, you know, um, that's arguably top five guy in the world um, in one of the deepest weight classes, so. Um, I believe as it goes on, you know, the criticisms of, oh, you know, he's over in Bellator. It's kind of going to go away mm. a little bit, you know, yeah. and, and hell, I would love to have, you know, some cross promotion fights, you know, do a Bellator um, mm. you know, versus UFC, you know, or, or something like that, you know, exhibition, yeah. whatever it is. You know, <laughs> let's, like, well, let's do it. But, we'll we'll uh, talk about Stipe Miocic because everyone's saying he's the, the, the great now, the, the, the GOAT, greatest of all time. Um, do you feel that – going on from what you're saying there do you feel that, that there has to be a conversation about you getting involved with Stipe if, if he is going to have that legacy potentially you know it's just one of those things we're in two different divisions you know and, and people you know I know UFC is not really wanting to entertain that you know I, w- I would love to I like Stipe a lot you know we trained together in the past I, I kind of helped him for a couple of days when he fought Cormier the first time um, you know and a uh, great champion and but at the same time me being a competitor and trying to be the best <laughs> do I, I would love to get in there with him um you know and uh, he looked great in his trilogy with Cormier last two fights and and he deserves all the accolades but it's one of those things where you know it's uh two different organizations you know we can dream we could hope but realistically is it gonna happen you know while I'm still fighting probably not would I love to do it absolutely where does Stipe stand in your estimation then in the, in the greatest heavyweights? Mixed martial arts, make it an umbrella, not just the UFC. Yeah, I think he's he's top three for sure. You know, um, I, I believe you got to throw Fedor in there. Um, and then uh, I'm kind of biased because he's my buddy, wrestled with him. But I, I believe Cain Velasquez, when he was in his prime, was one of the best heavyweights of all time ever. Hmm. You know, I believe, uh, um, you know, if, if you could bring that Cain Velasquez, you know, back, you know, he, he would run through all these guys, um, but injuries and all that kind of stuff happen, you know, but um, I definitely see pays in top three. 
Well, I'll quickly pick up on the Fedor question with Nemkov in mind, because obviously you've got a lot of respect for him. You've you brought him up a couple of times. How much influence do you feel he will have on, on Nemkov? Does that add an extra spice to it? Um, I don't know. I don't really care. You know, you can't bring, you can't bring, uh, you know, Fedor in there with you. It's not a tag team, <laughs> tag team fight, you know? So, um, yeah, I, I get the whole angles. Like he wants to, you know, avenge, you know, Fedor and all that kind of stuff. But, um, at the end of the day, it's a fight. He's going to have yeah. that, that drive regardless if Fedor's there or if I beat Fedor or not. You know, he wants to be a champion. I want to stay a champion. And so that's all you really need. Well, how do you see the fight playing out against Nemkov? Have you got any way in mind that you feel that, that you'll end it? Will it be, be the wrestling or could it go differently? How the, have the preparations been different in terms of your types of training because of the pandemic? Um, the, the training has been pretty consistent. There's less people, you know, we have a gym here that's kind of, pri it's private. We don't have members or anything. It's a pro team. And so we whittled that pro team down to, you know, a couple key guys and, and we trained like usual. So I'm in tip top shape. I feel great. Um, you know, and I, I see myself finishing Nemkov, you know, I know he comes out hard and fast. Um, and so, you know, there's always a chance you can, you know, catch somebody or whatnot in the first couple of rounds, but I see myself definitely, definitely taking over substantially, you know, as the rounds go on to the point where, you know, um, you know, I, I pound him out with some, some ground and pound. Well, Ryan, I appreciate your time. Really look forward to, to watching the fight on Sky Sports 3am on Saturday in the UK. How are you going to spend your, your final hours in, in lockdown? Are you, have you got, you've got some uh, PlayStation there or something to, to entertain you? Well, I'll try to look at some movies, probably flick through my phone for a while, read a book or something like that. But uh, uh, it's good to just relax right now and then uh, kind of start that weight cut and everything, training tomorrow. So um, the time, downtime right now, kind of enjoying it. Good, man. Well, I really appreciate your time. Thank you and good luck. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Fantastic stuff. Uh, big thank you to Ryan Bader, the champ, joining us ahead of that defense against Vadim Nemkov. Uh, should be a fascinating, compelling match to watch it live. If you are in the UK, go to Sky Sports Action or Sky Sports Mix, 3 a.m. Saturday for all the action and a compelling card beneath it as well to enjoy live. Thank you for watching this preview. Head over to skysports.com for more MMA content as well, articles and videos. We'll be back again soon. Bye for now. So there we have it, Ryan Bader, heavyweight, light heavyweight champion in Bellator Mixed Martial Arts. Interesting, that conversation actually going around in, in UFC circles, which is, I guess, the headline most prestigious organization, although Bellator is making a run, uh, I think, with, with signing some high-profile fighters like Corey Anderson to, to challenging that status, perhaps, or at least being part of the conversation. But in heavyweight conversations in MMA, all been about Stipe Miocic's victory over Daniel Cormier in their trilogy fight last week. Uh, which um, cemented his legacy for many as the greatest ever. But Ryan saying that perhaps you need to to kind of challenge him for that if you want to kind of you know complete the slate, complete your uh, your CV in terms of history in the fight arena. But a fascinating character again, not kind of one of those guys that necessarily crosses over to mainstream sport like someone like Conor McGregor. But Ryan Bader, prestigious talent, only five defeats, twenty seven victories in his career, 37 years of age, but seem real sprightly. You can watch the video, by the way, on Sky Sports' YouTube page if you'd like to see Ryan in, in action in his room. And uh, great thing, and I said to the producer, actually, at Sky Sports, who got me involved in this, an old colleague from when I used to do digital presenting at Sky on podcasts and, and various online videos. And the producer, I said to him, it's fantastic. This is the access you get in it's sort of hotel rooms 
couple of days before a big fight. It's why you love combat sports. Why not only the reason why I'm inspired by the courage and the fearlessness and the, well, not the fearlessness, but the ability to face fear that you see in, in fight sports, but particular just the access these guys give and you know the intrigue intrigue and the the openness of it uh, so that was ryan bader let me know what you think if you like it's hope the audio is not great the producer did say there's some issue with the cloud that we recorded it on um via the ubiquitous zoom i'm sure it's a big part of your life now in lockdown but uh yeah let me know if you enjoy it ed draper 81 on instagram on twitter ed underscore draper 81 on instagram and you can also hook me up uh, via email just google my name ed draper and you'll get a website and stuff and email uh but also um yeah rate on itunes if you do enjoy the podcast ever evolving ever working on it got some microphones and i get to do some ones in person now that's gonna be a different experience waiting for the covid situation to alleviate a little bit although i can do the two meters social distancing six feet whatever it is but Nonetheless, thank you for listening. Thank you to the sponsors, Bang Nollison of Cheltenham and Serene AV. And remember, if you're thinking about your immune system currently, if you're looking to boost it for you or loved ones, certainly recommend um, Cytoplan's product, C-Y-T-O-P-L-A-N. It's a company in the UK selling food-based supplements and for adults and children. For children, by the way, my daughter takes, at the moment, she's got a slight mouth ulcer, so she's taking two kids Immunovite. Uh, Munovite being spelled I-M-M-U-N-O-V-Y-T-E, Kids Immunovite. Um, and the discount code Draper10. If you go to cytoplan.co.uk, Draper10 is the discount code. Anyway, I do hope you well. I'm going to make the most of my leave from work, my official job at Sky Sports, by doing day trips. A few woods this week, a bit of cycling, hoping to get to a beach if the weather holds off. Forecasts are really unpredictable, but it actually hasn't rained the last couple of days, despite threatening to do so on the old iPhone weather predictor not always the best that one is it to be fair anyway i hope you enjoyed the ryan bader interview uh we'll be back soon with with different interviews as well and hope you're enjoying sport it's pretty much returning around the world isn't it nfl not long away now in the states too premier league football going to return again after the end of the season and the champions league football in europe currently taking place cricket we had that formula one motor motor racing and the indy uh it's going on in the states as well isn't it so a lot's going on NASCAR, I should call it, not in the... <laughs> anyway, thank you for listening to the podcast, guys. Have a great week. Bye for now.